What's up, my friends? I'm Michael Hoffman. Welcome back to the Launch Into Freedom podcast. This is episode number 76. And today we're going to talk about why athletes are the better entrepreneurs. And you should hang around till the end of the episode because I have a massive surprise for three of you. I'm giving away $3,000 worth of prizes. So let's roll the theme song and then dive into the episode. You sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and day will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learn to proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. Before we get started with the episode, I want to announce real quick that our new website is finally online. As you might have noticed, if you search for my agency, Ascendus Digital Media, for the longest time this year, we didn't really have a website because it crashed and burned in March of this year. And I didn't get to building a new one. So I finished it in the last month. And now you can find our website again at AscendusDigitalMedia.com. Over there, you find all the infos on what we do, how we can help your business grow, how you can learn from us to run your own successful Facebook ads. And we're also building a library of all of the podcast episodes where you will find also the video versions of it, the audio and the written form in the future. And as I mentioned at the beginning in the little intro that I did, you should listen to the end of this episode because I have a big, big surprise for three of you. I'm going to give away a month worth of my agency services to three of you. Um, if you stick around till the end of the episode, and I'll tell you later what you have to do for that. But today, I want to touch on something that's floating through my head a little bit for a while now. And that is are athletes the better entrepreneurs? I know this is a very generalized and broad statement. So let me dive a little bit deeper to give you some context here. As most of you probably know by now, I played professional basketball back when I lived in Germany, all through high school and most of my time in university. And when I started this entrepreneurial journey to run my own business online, I thought I was a total outsider, that entrepreneurs were some sort of like special breed of humans. And you basically have to be born to be one. But when I took a closer look, I realized that a lot of the most successful entrepreneurs out there also have an athlete background like Russell Brunson, for example, he's the co founder of ClickFunnels, you probably heard me mention him a lot of times here on the show already. He was a collegiate wrestler and an all American wrestler, actually, like he was really successful throughout his university career. Lewis Howes, you might know him as the host of the School of Greatness podcast. He did a amazing interview with Kobe Bryant two years ago. And Lewis Howes played professional football and still plays for the US handball national team. Those are just two entrepreneurs who weren't necessarily super popular in their time as an athlete, but more so when they became a successful entrepreneur. But then there are also athletes that are more in the spotlight, like 
Shaquille O'Neal, for example, who owns over like 150 fast food restaurants and gyms. And he's also a big, big tech and real estate investor. Or if you follow the world of CrossFit, there is Matt Fraser. He's arguably the greatest and fittest of all time. He won the CrossFit Games, which is like the world championship of CrossFitters, five years in a row, which no one ever has done before him. Um, this year, a woman named Tia Claire Toomey actually did the same thing. And now she's arguably the greatest and fittest of all time. So there's a huge discussion there, which I'm not going to dive into. But after Matt Fraser retired earlier this year, he jumped right into running several businesses with a huge success. And I even had former athletes on the show. If you remember Nick Fitzgerald, who was on episode number eight, played successful college basketball or even Sabrina Magnon who shared her client attraction strategies in episode number 31. She was a synchronized swimmer. So what is it that makes athletes or former athletes such good entrepreneurs? Or is it just something that I, as a former athlete, I'm really biased towards? So I did some research to prepare for this episode and I found a few very interesting points. And I think the biggest character trait that all athletes and successful entrepreneurs share is that they are very intentional with everything they do. The way they train, the way they take care of their bodies, the way they eat and rest and sleep and recover. I mean, in basketball, for example, you didn't shoot 90% from the free throw line by accident. Or if we stick to the example of CrossFit, you don't lift 300 pounds just by going out there and doing it. It takes practice. It takes hours and hours of practice to refine your skills or to sharpen your axe, like some people say. And running a business is no different. You need to work hard. You need to show up every single day, but you also need to be smart about your decisions, right? Luck usually isn't a factor in sports. And I say usually because sometimes it is, but that's in like one out of 100 cases. I always remember my dad, who used to be my coach when I was young and who was and still is the person who gives me the most valuable life advice. He always said, the way you practice will be the way you play the game. What he meant by that was, you have to show up every single day and put in the work and treat it like it's game day, every single day. And I and so many other successful entrepreneurs adapted the same mindset. You have to show up every single day pretending like it's launch day or your business is on the line, or you have someone paying you a million dollars for your service or your advice that day. So you have to be really, really intentional. And most athletes actually have that ingrained in themselves because they lived that life for so long. But with intention and hard work comes another super important character trait, and that is failure. Or better said, the acceptance and the overcoming of failure. I mean, you probably know this quote that's floating around on Instagram and everyone claims that it's theirs, but it's actually by Michael Jordan. And he said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and I missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeeded. And he has a point, right? I mean, Michael Jordan is probably the greatest basketball player of all time. I am convinced that he is, but we're not going to start that discussion again. He has a point there because failure defines character. You will never win every single game. There will be defeats. There will be injuries. And athletes know that. Athletes know that there will be bumps in the road. And bringing it back to being intentional, 
athletes also prepare for failure or for injuries or for setbacks. I mean, they do everything to avoid failure. Don't get me wrong. Like, I never practice to miss shots. But when it happens, when failure happens, they know that it's temporary. They know that there will be another game. They know that their joints, bones, or their muscles will heal eventually. Yes, I was angry. I was frustrated. Probably most of the times longer than I actually needed. But the greatest of all time are only frustrated for a very short amount of time. Then they go back, they analyze what went wrong by watching the game again, learn from their mistakes, and then adapt for the next game. And I think that is an invaluable advantage that athletes have as entrepreneurs over people who jump right into running a business without having that background. See, a lot of times as new entrepreneurs, our businesses fail. We don't sell anything in our launches. We lose money with our advertising campaigns. Maybe even um, a business partner betrays us and we fall down. And the reason why so many businesses fail in their first 12 months of existence is because these entrepreneurs don't know how to pick themselves up. They weren't prepared for that. They thought it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows. But that's not how it works. If you look at every great entrepreneur out there, they all had setbacks. I guarantee you there is not a single billionaire out there who hasn't lost everything early on in their career. And what does it take to overcome failure? Grit. And that's the third character trait that is most common in successful entrepreneurs. Mental toughness. Not bending under pressure. Making good decisions when everything is on the line. If you remember that quote that I just mentioned by Michael Jordan, he was trusted with the game-winning shot so many times, he was under constant pressure. And he would have not been able to stand this pressure if he wouldn't have had grit and determination. Grit and determination are the things that got you through these hour-long practices. That's what got me through multiple practices a day. And they will also get you through things like rejection, humiliation, or any curveballs or other stuff life throws at you in your business. All right, the last point that I want to touch on is the fact that if you played a team sport, you might have an advantage when it comes to building or running a team for your business. Now, if you were a CrossFitter or a tennis player, this might not apply to you, although I've seen great leaders coming out of these sports as well. So there are always exceptions to the rule. But one thing you learn when playing a team sport like basketball, for example, is this. The only thing that matters for success is your individual performance. And at the same time, your individual performance doesn't matter at all for the success of your team. This sounds super confusing, I get it, so let me explain it a little bit. If you are on a team, the team won't function if you don't perform at your best. The best example for this is sport like volleyball. If you're having an off day, the opponent's team will pick you out all game long. And there is no one out there that can help you but yourself or until the coach subs you out and sits you on the bench. Your team suffers if you don't perform. And let's reverse it. Your performance on the court is worth nothing if you're not making your teammates better at the same time. You can't win a game in a team sport all by yourself. Tom Brady, for example, needs someone to catch his passes, right? Michael Jordan needed players like Scottie Pippen or Steve Kerr he could pass the ball to when the opponent team doubled or triple teamed him. If all you focus on during a game 
is your ego and your own performance and you're not carrying your teammates on your back, you'll also end up on the bench because your team will not win if you're just focusing on yourself. You cannot build an empire by yourself. The teammate and the colleagues and the coworkers and the staff that you choose will dictate how your business crosses the finish line. But at the same time, you can't just lean back and not do anything at all anymore, right? Because that's when your business will lose direction and that's when everything will start going downhill. All right, those are just some of my thoughts that were floating around in my head and that I actually wanted to discuss on this podcast. Let me know on social media if you agree with me or if you have a completely opposite point of view. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at the Michael Hoffman or tag me in your Instagram stories. And I would love to discuss with you and, and talk about what your thoughts are on the fact that athletes could be better entrepreneurs or if they have an advantage in entrepreneurship. And you might have noticed it is the season of giving. So this week we had Thanksgiving here in Canada. I know American Thanksgiving is in a few weeks and it's also Movember coming up. I'm supporting this organization for a few years now and I will do it again this year as well. You probably heard of it before. Uh, Movember is a foundation that's raising awareness not only for prostate and testicular cancer, but also for mental health and suicide prevention in men. I mean, globally, the rate of suicide is alarmingly high. And even now after COVID is probably even worse. But particularly in men, too many men are toughing it out, keeping their feelings to themselves and struggling in silence. I remember my conversation with Crystal Barron on episode number 29, where we actually talked about mental health and how hard it is for men out there to admit that they are struggling with their mental health. And Movember is actually aiming to reduce the rate of male suicide by 25% by 2030. And I want to help them get there. And I'm asking you to help me stop men from dying too young. My goal this year is to raise $500 for the Movember Foundation. And for that, I'm not only growing a ridiculously looking mustache. So if you want to get a good laugh every single day, you should follow my Instagram account over the next couple of months, because I'll tell you that mustache deserves an award. But I will also run 60 kilometers during the month of November for the 60 men who lose their lives every hour, each and every day. But I also want to give back. And that's what I referred to in the intro of this episode. If you donate to the cause, I will give away 30 days of my exclusive client services for Facebook and Instagram ads for free. So even if it's just a dollar that you donate to the cause, you enter the raffle at the beginning of December and I will pick three lucky winners and we will set up and run your ads campaigns completely for free for a full month. So if you're already running ads and it's not working or you plan on finally taking that leap and want to start scaling your business and you want to support a great cause at the same time, you should go to movember.com forward slash M forward slash launch into freedom or just click on the link in the show notes and donate to a great cause and get entered to win 30 days of my agency's free Facebook ads and Instagram ads management services. I super appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in again this week. And I'll see you in the next episode. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a shout out to everyone who took the 30 to 60 seconds that it takes to write a written review and rate this show on Apple Podcasts who took the time out of their day 
to leave feedback and comments, who showed love and also gave some more insight why this show is worth listening to. You guys mean the world to me. I appreciate you so much and I don't take your support for granted. And I think it's just fair that I give you a shout out as well. So in the next episodes, I will feature some of our favorite reviews and comments that we get on this show. So if you want to be featured on the show as well and get your shout out and maybe even your Instagram handle mentioned, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave your two cents on the show.